0: Good morning, I'm Alice Dempster. And I'm Claire Kimball. It's Tuesday the 15th of November. In your Squiz today, a chat with China, the wild weather returns, Christmas shopping in November and a long wait for a Japanese snack. This is your Squiz today. Claire, the 17th meeting of the G20, which is otherwise known as the Group of 20, kicks off in Bali today. It's bringing together the world's biggest economies, and the agenda will cover things like digital transformation, global health, and sustainable energy. But as we all know, the past year has not been the smoothest, so there's other big topics on leaders' minds too.
1: There's just a couple of things going on in the world mm-hmm. at the moment, Alice, when you think about it. So, look, when it comes to things like inflation, uh, also energy prices across the world in the wake of the war in Ukraine, uh, also what economies are worried about is China's COVID zero policies. That's still having a big impact on supply chains. Uh, there's quite a lot that's not on that formal agenda that those nations' leaders who will assemble today in Bali and tomorrow have. Have to talk through. Uh, the formal schedule is a bit to work through, but there's quite a bit of scepticism about what might actually be achieved from that. Uh, what the experts say is that it's the sideline chats, those pull-aside meetings that aren't on the formal agenda that could be more effective this year.
0: And speaking of those chats... PM Anthony Albanese has confirmed that he'll be speaking to Chinese President Xi Jinping at the G20 today. This is the first time in six years that an Aussie PM has had the chance to speak face to face with Xi. So Prime Minister Scott Morrison got a
1: chance to have a very quick chat to him in 2019. But a proper sit down meeting is something that hasn't been had for quite some time. Mm. Uh, so what Anthony Albanese wants to do uh, is really talk to him about the situation we find in ourselves in with China. Uh, There's a lot of dirty water that's gone under that bridge in recent times and Albanese says that he really wants to try and kickstart better relations and particularly getting China to remove those trade tariffs uh, and other penalties that China have put on our exporters. Uh, Also around the G20 table uh, will be Joe Biden, who Anthony Albanese has already spoken to, uh, but plenty of others like Rishi Sunak, the new UK prime minister, uh, also French President Emmanuel Macron, who he got quite friendly with not that long after he was sworn in as prime minister.
0: And Albanese won't get much of a break after all of that. He'll be jumping on a plane and heading straight to Thailand for the APEC Leaders Summit, which is running on Friday and Saturday this week. It seems like just days ago that we were talking about floods in New South Wales Central West, and you'd be right. Floods are back after big dumps of rain across parts of that region. We're talking about areas that were just starting their cleanup after the last round, like in Parks and Forbes. And what's happened in New Gowra since the weekend is particularly remarkable, Claire. So, just to get your bearings, Ugowra isn't that far from Orange and
1: Canoundra in that part of the state. Uh, What officials said yesterday is that more than 100 rescues were made between midnight and 5 a.m. on Monday uh, to get people off the roofs of buildings. Uh, Now, Ugowra has a population of 700 people, so that's about 20% of the town that had to be rescued by chopper or by boat. Uh, And then when you look across that region and down to the victorian border there's been flooding across that region
0: Uh, that even affects parts of albury where the murray river is absolutely chock-a-block and new south wales wasn't the only state hit by extreme weather victoria recorded flash flooding in several regions too leading to dozens of rescues by the ses and in south australia storms damaged power lines They left more than 163,000 homes and businesses without electricity, and some of those will still be waiting until Wednesday for power to be restored. We spoke about this yesterday, Claire, but celebrations in the liberated Ukrainian city of Kherson over the weekend have given way to some pretty grim assessments of what Russian troops left behind. So Kherson city was occupied for about eight months, uh, and when you look on a map,
1: it's right against the region that Russian-aligned forces already held before the war started. So it's a massive thing that Ukraine now has it under its control, uh, but already President Vladimir. Zelensky says that there's evidence of war crimes being committed there. Uh, That, of course, is yet to be verified by the independent experts. But he says that just a couple of days after being in there, they already have about 400 cases that they can point to uh, of
0: civilians and Ukrainian forces being tortured and killed. Moscow has denied its military has committed war crimes or that they have deliberately targeted civilians. But that's at odds with what a United Nations commission said last month when it confirmed Russia was behind civilian killings and torture during the war. A quick message now from our podcast partner, Claire, I don't know if you're planning to do any Christmas shopping during the Black Friday or Cyber Monday sales, but economists from Roy Morgan predict Aussies will spend up to $6.2 billion during the sales later this month. Look, just to give you a bit of a heads up, Alice, I'm actually heading to Hawaii
1: and I arrive on the Saturday <laughs> after the Black Friday sales start, so I'll be right, <laughs> right in the thick of it among those American shopping malls if I really want to, I guess. But look, in retail world, that Black Friday, Cyber Monday sale period is just getting bigger and bigger. Uh, For context, the Boxing Day sales came in at about 3.1 billion last year. uh, And as you say, 6.2 billion uh, expected to be spent this year uh, in that period. So what the experts say is that shoppers will try and snap up the best possible deals ahead of Christmas, uh, ahead of more interest rate increases. uh, And of course, we're all worried about supply chain pressures that we've had in the last couple of
0: years yeah and speaking of those delays if anyone was hoping for a lamborghini for christmas this year it's too late (laughs) the italian luxury (laughs) car (laughs) (laughs) damn we're all missing out it's been under such huge demand that it's sold out until 2024 so you'll have to pop a ferrari or a porsche on your wish list instead which is super inconvenient (laughs) (laughs) very
1: inconvenient
0: (laughs) You probably don't know this about me yet, Claire, but I've been known to get a little hangry from time to time, and this takes it to a whole new level. If anyone has a hankering for the popular beef croquettes from a particular Japanese butcher shop, you'd have to sit tight because they've got a waitlist that stretches over 30 years. Well, just very quickly, Alice, you've been nothing but delightful in the
1: time that I've known you, so you must be well fed, <laughs> but it's good to know that that's I have something. I dark side. Yeah, it's always good to know that that might sneak up on us. Uh, look, this particular butcher shop has these very tasty beef croquettes that really blew up on the internet uh, about 20 years ago. So uh, since then, they've accumulated this wait list. And as you say, stretches now more than 30 years, they would have to be pretty tasty.
0: They would have to be. I really wish I had the foresight back when I was in primary school to put in an order. Instead, I was just ordering (laughs) the plain sausage rolls from the canteen.
1: (laughs) There's a lot to be said for a sausage roll,
0: I have to say.
1: I know which list I'd prefer (laughs) to be on.
0: Squeeze the day, Claire. The world will hit a new record today that's worth noting.
1: Yeah. So um, according to the United Nations, today is the day that the Earth's population will hit 8 billion people. Uh, So if you're having trouble getting a car parked today,
0: I reckon you can know exactly what that's all about. (laughs) Well, for me, it's waiting in line at the coffee shop where I get impatient. As I just mentioned, I get a bit hangry. So (laughs) if I have to wait for my coffee and my morning donut, I get really mad. (laughs) (laughs) This dark side, we need to explore that a bit more, I reckon. And that's us finished for today. Thank you for listening. We'll be back with you tomorrow.